T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris as we are doing a super early in the week episode this week because I am going to be staycationing. At my house, just staying at home, but I have vacation days to kill, and I sometimes like in December to take a little staycation just to unwind and not do a whole lot of anything. That's okay, man. That's a good thing because I am extremely booked from Wednesday through Sunday. Because of? Because I'm going to see Star Wars every day. Yeah. So for those of you... Yeah, about that. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Patrick is obsessed with Star Wars, it Not, is. Hit. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed. I would just say it's an ingrained aspect of my bloodstream. <clears throat> uh, it's a drug. It's a drug. Oh yeah, it's a drug that I must continue to take to live. Yes, it's like that episode of Futurama when Bender can't stop partying, partying, or the nuclear device in him will explode. Yep, it's like that. Yep. Um, it's not always a bad thing. No, actually, I don't think it's ever a bad thing. Uh, so it's not like a uh, heroin or anything. No, no. It's no. like uh, it's almost like it's like a defibrillator for you. Yeah, yeah. That's Star it's like, Wars. It, it's like a pacemaker. Yes, yes. I, I, I must have. You it have installed. to have it installed every single time. Now, I will say that you probably stress the pacemaker out a little bit by seeing it, the new movie, five straight days, um, because that's a little bit extreme. But hey, you know what? Whatever makes you happy. Actually, the pacemaker is just fine. The pacemaker gets really like. You know, gets on the fritz when you get near the microwave or say watch episodes two or eight. Like then the pacemaker's like, don't do this. And then <laughs> then then things get a little rough. Ah, so two and eight. Those are the least favorites, huh? Two and eight, man. They're pretty bad. I they're... thought eight was pretty good. That was the last one, right? I think it's pretty bad. <laughs> I thought seven was pretty bad. Oh, I loved seven. <laughs> yeah, I thought eight was really, 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 really rough. Like nothing happened. There was a really cool lightsaber duel. Uh, you get to go find Mark Hamill in the mountains. Um, sure. That happened. Um, I thought all the Ben and Ray stuff was pretty cool, but yeah. like, uh, Canto Bite, the, uh, uh, Vegas planet, uh, was pretty dumb. The fact that there's a 25 minute storyline revolving around that and they come back with nothing but Benicio Del Toro, who screws them over in the end. I find that a giant waste of time. But hey, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, sure. I suppose. I mean, I'd rather watch pod racing for 35 minutes. That is a very long pod racing sequence in episode one. Yeah, not to mention the whole movie is them being chased. Like, that's it. Like, nothing happens. And then Superman Leia. It's bad, dude. It's not good. The Ben and Ray stuff is good. That that I like. Okay. I I enjoyed it more than you did. Yeah, sorry. I'm currently watching all the Darth Maul stuff from Clone Wars, and then I'll get into Rebels, too. Spoiler alert, he comes back. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about now. I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I, I've, I've just seen... You don't know seen... who Darth Maul is? Well, I know who Darth Maul <clears throat> is. Oh, okay. But I mean, I don't know like what you're talking about. Oh, the cartoons, man. Oh, okay, yeah. Kids I, cartoons. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch any of those. For me, He's your pacemaker. Star Wars, for me, is the movies. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, there's a lot more than that. <laughs> I didn't really extend beyond that. I like them a lot. 
Well, I like most of them a lot. I don't like the original tr- or the one, two, three, and uh, I didn't like seven a ton. But I very much enjoyed the original trilogy, of course, yes. including Return of the Jedi. Even though most people seem to dislike that one, what? Um, it's like my third favorite Star Wars. People say it's like super overrated. They're overrated. Okay. Good. People like to bash on things like Ewoks, man. People are losers. People also like to bash on things like movie number eight, which I thought was pretty good. I think that movie's trash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the reason that we're releasing it now is because I'm on a staycation <laughs> and because Patrick's going to be watching Star Wars for the rest of the week. Um, on repeat without stopping. So we're going to release it on Monday for you guys today. We're just going to do a quick hit because uh, it's Monday and we didn't really have much time to think Monday, of it. Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> After uh, we recorded it last Thursday, last week's episode. Uh, so we're just going to do a quick hit. We've got a really interesting beer in front of us that we're going to be uh, trying throughout the segment. Um, but also uh, talking our weekend beer as well. Do you want to just crack it and drink it? Yeah, why not? And then we'll talk about mm. it. Uh, so the beer that we have today... Actually, hold that thought. I'm forgetting my formatics <laughs> here. You can find the podcast anywhere. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Omni, Radio.com, 1080thefan.com. You can find us on social media, Instagram.com slash beers on us. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick's at PZD085 on Instagram. Subscribe, rate, review, wherever you find the podcast, and talk to us on social media because we like it. Thank you. That was good. That was almost like scripted, written down, and like practiced in front of the mirror. Yeah, but it was just like, that. you know, Mike, that broadcasting school has really paid off. <laughs> Thank you. Um, There you go. So, beer in front of us for today's quick hit is one that I actually saw in a gigantic bottle at New Seasons yesterday. They call them magnums. It even looked bigger than that. Like the condoms. Yeah, well, I figured. Thank you. Um, The BBC of beers. uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I saw a magnum of this at New Seasons, and I was quite curious about it because it was actually very affordable Mm -hmm. for the size. It was like 20 bucks, 18 bucks for the magnum. Um, What beer do we have in front of us here, sir? Well, we have uh, Anchor Steam Brewing. Okay. We have their Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Is it actually called Anchor Steam Brewing, or is it Anchor Brewing? Oh, I think it is Anchor Brewing. Because Anchor yes, Steam correct. is the amber. Right. right. It is the, the brewery. It's like that Mac and Jack's thing. It's, yep. like, it's African amber. The brewery is Mac and Jack's. Yes, it is Anchor Brewing in San Francisco, California. This is their Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. But there's a twist. I cleaned out my, my beer cellar the other day and pulled a bunch of stuff out that I thought would be fun to have on this podcast seasons the time uh this is a merry christmas happy new year from 2015 so she's four years old still got the price tag on the top i just kind of brushed all the dust off so that's good so Um, what kind of beer is this i imagine with the name like merry christmas happy new year it's going to be um wintry maybe a little bit of like uh i don't know like sprucey or like tree like uh that kind of flavor like a kind of like the the spices that kind of make you re- remind you like what a tree smells like. That's kind of what I'm imagining. Uh, it is our special ale brewed with spices and with spices with natural flavors added. This is the 41st annual our special ale from the brewers at Anchor. It is sold only from early November to mid January. The ale's recipe is different every year, as is the tree on the label, but the intent with which we offer it. Remains the same. Joy and celebration of the newness of life. Since ancient times, trees have symbolized the winter solstice when the earth, with its season, appears born anew. Now, that was kind of difficult. Yeah, none of this is just describing anything about the beer. No, no. And for those who can't see, which is all of you, uh, that is written around the top of the bottle on the label, but you have to read it fully around the label instead of, like, one side (laughs) and then one side. Which is why I was... 
talking, continuing to read because he was spinning pause. the bottle in his hand as he was doing it. So, okay, it is a dark beer. That's good to know. Um, I'm assuming you bought this and aged it because it is okay to be aged. I have no correct? idea. I don't remember why I bought it. 2015, four years ago. I have no idea what I was doing. Okay. Well, it is dark, and uh, usually dark beers will age well. So, um, it's got a super nice head on it. Look at that. Well, I read some stuff. This guy was like, I violently poured it, and it gave me too much head. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to not violently, but I'm going to give it a little extra head. What does that mean? You're saying this beer, someone violently poured it? Yeah. Oh. I was just reading stupid reviews on Oh, like, oh I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? No, I was reading stupid reviews on Untapped, and some guy was like, well, I violently poured this beer and got way too much head. And it's like, well, maybe you violently poured it. Yeah, DS. maybe just slowly <laughs> yeah, side, on, you know, do the, turn the glass sideways, pour yeah, it gently. Come on, Brosky. Build yourself a correct amount of head. Uh, I mean, we all like head, but it doesn't need to be that. Uh, it doesn't need to be that intense. You know what I mean? Right. Well. That's not always true. So I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's not a hoppy beer. Um, I feel like at the time somebody told me I could age this, so I just did it for S's and G's. Um, I'm not well, the biggest age beer guy. I mean, I've got a ton of breakside stuff in the in the cellar just for funsies. But well, you said you were doing the uh, vertical of yeah, the Spice Wars, although they didn't release one this year. No, they didn't. And I've got one of Chaco Vesa going, um, which I found a 22 of. I told you that they were yeah, out there. so I'm going to drink the can and save the 22. Um, so we'll get into our weekend beer here as we're drinking this, but I smelled it, and you can smell the alcohol on it, which I wonder if that's the aging of it. It's only 5.5%. Interesting. Originally. Interesting. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it says. Yeah, 5.5. I mean, you smell it, right? It oh, yeah. smells alcoholic, which I want... Mm-hmm. I, that's what I wonder. So I'm not someone who's ever aged beers before, right? Like the... The oldest beer that I've ever had was like a year old. Yeah, and I'm not smart when it comes to aging beers because after being around uh, Ye Old Ben Edmonds for all the time, he's always the kind of guy that's like, when beer is released, it's meant to be drank now. <laughs> if we feel it shouldn't be released now, we'll wait. And so I'm just kind of, I don't really know what I'm doing with it. And I don't really know anything about it. Does it taste bad? I'm not sure if it's good or not. <laughs> I hope this beer kind of sucks or is really good. Um. I think you should take a sip because I I think it didn't age super well. <laughs> uh, that's not very good. No, that's what I thought. I was like, unless this is what the profile of the flavors is supposed to be, and I'm just looking at this wrong. Um, it didn't keep a lot of flavors. Well, it created some. It did. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm tasting something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not great. It, what's interesting is that you would think with an old beer, at least in, in, again, I don't know much about aging beer. We should do an episode on it with someone who actually knows what they're talking about, because yeah. I would be interested to learn, and you would be yeah. good to learn after this experience, probably. Oh, gosh, now I'm just, like, thinking about all the stuff at home, and it's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's still very carbonated. Mm-hmm. Yep. The carbonation is no problem. It's so not, kudos to Anchor for yeah, good packaging. It's not going flat or anything, which no. is the first thing when I think of aging beer is that it would go flat, right? Um, but when you the second I smelled the alcohol on it, I mm-hmm. went, that's probably not a good sign. God, this makes me want to like go out to my truck and see if there's like a beer floating in there just so we can drink something during this. I mean, you can if you want to. I can just pause the episode. Oh, I suppose. We're not live, you know. That is true. I also don't think there's anything in my truck. I mean, you can go find out if you'd like. I suppose I can. But let's finish this thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I can hit the space bar right now. <laughs> uh, but let's finish this thought. Um, I don't know. This is... 
I'm like trying. I have to take another sip because I, I I'm scared too a little bit, but I'm also like, what is the flavor? What's wrong with it, right? Or what what happened in the aging? Pro- not not that something's wrong with the beer. Okay, what happened in the aging process? Taste number two, not so bad. It's not so great, but it's not so bad. Ah, never mind. That sucks. It gets really sour at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's just clearly the whole thing has turned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funsies. It was interesting. Um, how was your week? In, actually, do you want to pause it and get a real beer? <laughs> if I can go find one, yeah. All right. Well, let's go be back in literally for you one millisecond. See, I told you it was just one millisecond <laughs> since uh, we hit stop. It's actually been just a couple minutes. Uh, I went out and uh, dumped the rest of those beers, so... <laughs> Apologies to you guys out there. Got really excited about a, a four or five year old anchor. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year beer. But um, Patrick did find a beer in his truck. There's no label on it. <laughs> I can't get over this. There's no label on it, so we have no idea what we're about to drink. We have, well, no, I, I have no idea. Patrick has maybe an idea what we're I'm about to drink. I'm pretty sure I know what this is. Okay. Um, this this is uh, lighter in color. Yes. It is more of a kind of reddishy but also kind of like a goldeny color kind of a golden red yes i'm going to scramble to try to find any sort of specs on it for it doesn't have a label on it um <laughs> i believe i was given this i probably shouldn't say this stuff but i will i believe i was given this uh by my buddy owen who works at grains of wrath uh as they got dropped off some from their friends at logston i believe this is eagle creek Creek, like uh, K-R-I-E-K? It, yeah, it is a Creek beer that I think they did in homage to the Eagle Creek fire. Well, okay, let's smell it, because if it smells sour, then that will be the... We're going down the right path. It does smell very sour, yeah, so we're going go. down the right path. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, while Patrick looks that up, I'm going to tell you about my weekend beer as we <laughs> wait to try this uh, hopefully better beer than the last one. Um, okay, I found it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, a sour quad aged in bourbon casks, Flanders red aged in French oak barrels, and blonde fram- farmhouse ale refermented on sherries. So it's three beers in one. C. Wow. Is that how creeks normally are? And I'm just an idiot or? Don't know anything about it, man. All right, cool. Well, that's that's interesting. That's going to be three beers in one. Uh, my weekend beer. It's called blending. I, uh, interestingly enough, also had a pretty... Uh, well done beer and by well done i mean it was over uh was i i went i talked about going to celebration at breakside a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure i can't remember then i think it was the champarado was the one that i picked as the bottle that i got uh, with my taster tray because on the taster tray it tasted the best of all the beers on the taster tray uh, it didn't last in the bottle the same way it lasted on on tap which i thought was very interesting <sighs> that sucks i was well, very excited moral moral of this story yeah moral of today's show is uh, you never know when it's going to go you bad. You never know when it's going to turn. Um, it turned. It was not terrible by any means, but there was something missing. Like it was super flavorful on tap, and it kind of fell flat when I was drinking. Is that the it. one with the toasted cornflakes or the toasted yes, wheaties? It was the cornflake. Okay, one. and I'm, there was just none of that cornflake aspect. No, it was. It felt almost a little sour in it. Like it felt uh, like it had turned a little bit. Yeah. So uh, that was that was the one negative ex- that I had this weekend. But I did get to have the, uh, you gave me a Fort George Matroshka, uh, if that's how you say it. Their Russian Imperial Stout series mm-hmm. that they do, the barrel aged one. I'd never had that one before, but it was really interesting. It was probably the smokiest beer oh. that I think I've ever had in a good way. Like sometimes when you smoke something, it overpowers the entire flavor. And um, it it just kind of it, it just tastes bad to me. 
this was like the very back end of the palate came all of this roasty smokiness that was just like it was almost as if you're having good well-smoked barbecue on the back end kind of mm. kind of like that okay so it was a russian imperial stout didn't have a lot of descriptions on the can of like what they did in in that year of, of the stout or whatever this year of the stout but i very much enjoyed how unique it was being that kind of smoked at the back end so that was a good one i also had ben brewing company's winter ale which was a, a lot lighter than i expected it to be it was more on the bitter end than the malty end for the winter ales uh, but it was quite good and i have in the fridge which i'm excited to have this week over the staycation the freem barrel aged porter maple barrel aged porter so that will be had and discussed next week at some point um <clears throat> i've had a couple pints of this like one-off chinook block 15 beer that I might have mentioned a couple weeks ago that I had it at uh, Cerveza, and then I saw it again. It's on a Bridgetown beer house right now. And they also had a beer at Bridgetown from Stoop, which is a brewery in Seattle, just around the corner from Rubens, if you haven't been there, in Ballard. Last week we made the joke that he, Patrick, has not watched Hey Arnold because oh, right. it was Stoop Kid and it's afraid to leave a Stoop. Oh, I, I since already, looked it up. And did I already mention this brewery? You did. I oh. since looked it up, and it's not spelled Stoop like S-T-O-O-P. It's S-T-O-U-P. No. Yeah. Oh, so I was talking about this beer last week? You were. Well, congratulations. Patrick found a beer that he really likes and <laughs> keeps drinking it. Um, so I had that. Again, I had another one of the bail breakers because I think I talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still riding that train. <clears throat> did I talk about Augustini in the can, too, from, from Von Ebert? Oh, wait, Von Ebert. You did not talk about it. That's the Italian pills, Yes, right? I've had a couple of those, and good God, boy, are they incredible. <laughs> and uh, I'm really excited about... That being in cans, um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else I've had that really talked to me, talked to me. Nope. This beer in front of me is talking to me right yeah, now. Yeah, this one is really good. Yes. It smells way more sour than it tastes, mm-hmm. which is a good thing for me because I, I struggle with the overly tart sour beers when they're sour. I'm getting into sours more. Um, my trip to Degard this year kind of turned me a little bit because I had a couple of their beers and I was like, oh my God. Because you can find stuff that's not... You know, <clears throat> cascade rare barrel. Right. You know, strip the paint off the your off the side of your house, sort of tartness. And I think that's the real kind of challenge with some of these is just finding that right balance. And that's probably why they use three different three different barrels. You know, trying to find trying to find what fits, what blends well. Because I think there's some nice oak character. Um, the cherries aren't over the top, but they're definitely there. There is a tartness from the cherries, but it kind of gets cut pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the color is great. I love this color. I know. It, that's what I was kind of trying to describe. It's like, depending on the light you hold it up in, it's it's got a nice little amber red color, but it's also, um, it also reminds me of like, uh, just having like a regular beer, right? Yeah. Like, like a, I, I don't know what style, maybe just a regular lager or ale, yeah. just having it at this color. It's kind of like that too. Um, it's a nice color. It's a good looking beer. I yeah. wish there was a label. I would like to see the label. I just saw it online. I'll show you. Is it cool? It is cool. Because it is about the, <clears throat> the fire, right? Or supporting tis, the fire. Tis. Yeah, it is cool. It's kind of like their their classic um, their classic kind of like Passion Brett label, okay. but it's got uh, like a bird of some sort on it, and it says Eagle Creek Blended Sour Ale with Cherries. There you go, bud. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's like a phoenix <clears throat> flying over the... I mean, it kind of shows that it was on fire. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's kind of it's a phoenix flying over trees that are hops, actually. And uh, yeah, that's actually really cool. I haven't had a Logs and Beer in a while. Yeah, for that's it, been uh, that's been a brewery that I've kind of I had them when I first moved here. We actually 
I want to say someone gave some to me as like, okay. hey, welcome to the area. Here's a good brewery. I knew nothing. <laughs> I knew nothing about craft beer. <laughs> Mike cracks that and goes, oh, God, this is what the beer's like out here? Yeah, starting with farmhouse sales was probably not the way to go for me. <laughs> but um, I have not had a lot of logs since then. So it'd, well, be, uh, it'd be nice to get back into it. Quick crash course on them. They used to be out in Hood River. They're now in Washougal. Um, Charles Porter comes from them. He is now owner, head brewmaster at Little Beast. Um, so if you're familiar with that, uh, Shopee's out there right now. Little Beast is making some good beers too. Yeah, yeah, and Shopee's out there now in in Washougal with Logston, um, just kind of doing his thing. He is such a character if you ever meet him. A uh, really fun guy, uh, and it's kind of cool. I don't know exactly the story what drove them from Hood River to Washougal. I, I'm pretty sure they're in the old Amnesia spot. Yeah, I haven't been to their spot yet. Um, but in terms of farmhouse sales and stuff like that, they do really, really great stuff. I remember the year I went to GABF, we, somebody was like, let's go see the Logston kids. And I was like, all right, cool. And we turned and there was like 200 people in line for their stuff. Passion bread is like their most famous beer there. Um, just a countless amounts of awards for that. Uh, if you ever, if you like sour beers, you know, it's just a reminder. It's not just Cascade. You know, there's a lot of people that that focus just on sours that do a really good job, and I think Logston is worth your shot. Well, there you go. This is our quick hit of the day. It's disjointed. We paused in the middle. We tried a beer that we were excited about that wound up not being good anymore. Horrible. And now we found a beer that we had no idea what it was, and it turned out to be delicious. Yeah. uh. Uh, We saved it. We saved it. And go, still go get Anchor's beer for this year. Just don't age it for five years. I did find um, my uh, New Year's countdown beer. Oh. Yeah. What's it going to be? Uh, it is a 40 in the shape of a 750 milliliter bottle of Miller High Life, and it cost me $4. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. All right. I got it at Cerevesa the other day. My girlfriend and I were sitting there and grabbing some beers to take home, and I was like, oh, there it is. That's what I'm going to have at midnight. And it was just High Life but in all its glory. In a 40. <laughs> in a 40, but it's shaped like a champagne bottle. Yeah. So it's 40 ounces, but it's shaped like a champagne bottle. I'm going to Edward 40 hands it. No, I'm just going to drink it. Okay. Oh, I should get two, one so I can shake and another one so I can drink. Or you could just get champagne, cheap champagne to shake, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of cheap champagne out there, too. Yeah, High Life. It's the champagne of beers. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was just blown away that it was only $4. Well, that's because you're getting Miller High Life. <laughs> Don't be blown. 40 ounces of Don't it. Be... Don't be blown away. That's 10 ounces for a dollar. The price equals the quality. Says you. Yes, says me. I say it's a screaming deal. <laughs> anyway, so... Gladly uh, pay that. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this early in the week episode. 100 ounces for 10 bucks, done. We are uh, going to try to have an on-location episode for you next week. Yes, I'm going to reach out to all the homies I know and see who'll do it. Um, we don't know if we're going to have the equipment available to us. We just were like, hey, let's do it. So, okay. We will try to do it for you guys next week. If not, we'll probably have a style episode. It's been a little while since we've yeah. done a style. Um, and then uh, we do want to get back out to go into locations for you. We might actually do a couple in a row if we can. Just for funsies. Just to like catch up on missing so many over the last couple months. Um, but either way, that'll be coming up uh, next week or within the next couple weeks. Um, have a very good rest of your week. And uh, don't go to the mall on the weekend. It's a disaster. Yeah, happy Star Wars week. Happy Star Wars week for those of you fans out there. Uh, I went to the mall this last weekend. It was a disaster. So and, it's going to be even worse next week. And this weekend. be a good person. No spoilers. Don't ruin this for people. Yes. Don't be Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Nobody see, likes that I have person. to go illegally see the movie early to make sure that nobody ruins it for me. 
because I just don't trust any of you. Well, because you talk about it so much that everyone wants to talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, how rude would it have been when I was standing on opening night and I could have been like, Ben Solo takes a lightsaber to the chest. That's not actually what happens. They're like, who's Ben Solo? Han Solo's dad? He's the guy who kills Han Solo. And you're like, what? No! <laughs> that Wasn't that kind of still spoilers? No, I mean, that movie's been out for four years. Okay. All right. <laughs> Five years. All right. Have a very good rest of your week. Mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. And we'll see you next week. Traces. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.